My name is Catalina del Carmen, and I'm on a mission to put more cash in the hands of women of color. I'm a wife, mom, amiga, prima, and I happen to run a multiple six-figure coaching business. On this show, I share sales and marketing strategies that keep your business simple, your mindset focused, your bank account big, and your impact even bigger. So if you are on a mission to create generational change and you want to make a lot of money doing it, welcome to the Latinas Booked Out Podcast. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Latinas Booked Out Podcast. I'm so happy you are here. I am still just so happy getting the podcast going again. Um, Every year I take a break in the podcast and this year I took, I think it was like two months off. Um, I, I don't really do seasons on my show. I just like to take a break when I want and then I get back on whenever I want. Because I get to do that because <laughs> it's my podcast. Um, but I'm just so excited to be back and creating more and more and more episodes for you. I literally have the longest list of everything I want to talk about. And I'm so excited because I'm having way more guests on my show this year, probably in 2022. I'm going to have a lot more guests. I'm going to have a lot of my clients on. Um, My clients are doing such amazing things and it's just like a disservice to you if you are not hearing about it. So I'm so excited to be sharing more and more and more client stories on my show. Um, But today I want to talk about planning and decision making for 2022. I recently um, created an event, a virtual event for all of my clients for the year. So it was sort of a thank you to anyone who worked with me in 2021. And I created this event just to help them get very, very focused on where what they want for 2022, but more importantly, really evaluate what happened in 2021 in their business, what they see for themselves, where is their growth and all that. And I wanted to bring some of that to the show and serve you with some of what I talked about during the event. And I just know for sure that you're going to get so much value because the feedback I got from this event was so good. And to be completely honest, it's not like everything I shared was like mind blowing. It's so much more about you making the time to actually sit down and do this and not just be running around in your life and business and just like go, 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 go. It's really important that you do the work to evaluate and really decide what feels good for you in 2022. So that's what we're going to talk about today. If you have listened to this podcast, if you're a new listener and you are enjoying the show so far, I ask you to write a review on Apple iTunes. It means the world to me. It helps me get not only like 
amazing guests in the future, but also it gives me so much insight on what you love to learn and what really resonates with you. So if you've taken anything away from the show, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you don't have an Apple phone, if you could share it on socials and tell the world what you think of the show, that would mean so, so much. Okay, let's get into it. I'm just going to dive right in. This is going to be very like action oriented. So if you are in the car, go ahead and just listen. But if you are actually in a place with a notebook nearby, this, you, you are going to want to pause this episode at moments, do some work. It's going to be very workshop style. And there's a lot I want to share. So I'm going to be getting through it. Okay. All right, so let's start with evaluating 2021. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to write down every single thing you created in 2021. So anything from social media posts to reels to emails, how many clients did you help? How much money did you make? How many sales calls did you have? How many no's did you have? Once you figure out your conversion rate, right? Your conversion rate and sales calls is how many sales calls did you have? How many no's did you have? And then do that math. I want you to identify exactly where you showed up on marketing. Um, I want you to think about what projects you took on. Did you start a podcast? How many episodes did you create? Did you have a webinar? How many webinars did you have? Like, I really want you to sit down and take a good amount of time to dig in to what you created this year and write it down. Now, it's a really important, important thing to do. And here's why. We love to look at our business, especially in the beginning of your business. You so easy to look at your results, not be happy with them or completely happy with them, right? Like it's never enough. Like even if you hit some major goals, like if you made $20,000, if you made $10,000, like where else do you just get to make $10,000 from thin air? Like that's huge. Like that's a lot of money, right? And if you're not there yet, that's fine. Even if it's a thousand, right? Like y'all, like it's so easy for us to look at the results we have and believe and think that they're small or not good enough. But when you write out your results and everything you created, you will see that nothing happened by fluke, that you actually worked and did the work for the results you got in your business. It's just true. So that's how I want you to start this. And if you're in the car, I want you to just think about what did I create? Like really think about like all the clients you helped. What did you help them do? Like I want you to write this out. Once you've written it out, I want you to celebrate the F out of it. During the live virtual event I did with my clients, we took a moment to just dance and celebrate and just really, really celebrate everything we have created for the year. Some folks got emotional. I get really emotional when when I do this for myself because it's so easy to get so hard on ourselves every single day. And when you look at your results, you really can't. You got to sit with the discomfort of like thinking you're a badass, which is really uncomfortable sometimes. But I really want you to celebrate and I want you to choose how you're going to celebrate that. And maybe that's a dance. Maybe that's going out to dinner. Maybe that's a nice little bag. I remember when I first hit my 10K month, 
I bought myself a Gucci wallet and I still look at that wallet right now and I'm like, this wallet was such a pride and joy for me. So even if you buy yourself a little something or maybe you book a massage, like just make sure to celebrate. All right. Once you have celebrated your results, I want you to consider a couple questions that I'm going to ask you, okay? And if if you are writing this down, I want you to take a moment to like really write down. I want you to write down what worked last year. Or when I say last year, I mean 2021. So in the last 12 months, what has worked well? Now, this could look different for everybody. Some folks are going to take this question and be like, oh, my marketing was on point. My content's on point. My audience um, is growing. I'm really good at growing an audience like that worked, doing A, B, and C worked. And for some of you, like I remember when I did a very similar project last year, what I wrote down of what didn't work was doing all the things. Like I was really in hustle mode in 2020. So when I went into 2021, that's really where Simplify all came from because I couldn't do all the things anymore. I was exhausted. I was like very close to quitting my business just off of exhaustion and trying to do a lot. So I want you to write down what worked. And I also want to remind you that like typically we don't have to dig, dig, dig really hard in our mind for this. Like I want you to kind of trust what your brain is telling you when you are asking yourself what worked and what did it. Then you could dig a little more, but I really want you to accept those answers that come to you first. Like accept those as true. And then you can dig a little more. Then I want you to think what didn't work, right? So what didn't work in your business or in your life, right? I was doing all the things that wasn't working for me, but it wasn't working in my life and it wasn't working in my business. So it was both ways. You could get a lot more granular with this, right? Like some folks might look at this and like, okay, what didn't work was me trying to be on every social media platform that might have not worked for you, which I'm just going to imagine it doesn't because it's so much work. But maybe that didn't work. Or maybe for some of you, you have decided what didn't work is your level of effort, you didn't make offers every day or or multiple times a week at least, right? Like if you're not making offers all the time, just don't make money. That's like even it's so funny because I've slowed down my I've, I've been doing a lot of work on my back end in the last couple months. And I just haven't been selling as hard as, as I'm used to and I haven't been making as many offers. And there are little moments in my in my journey where I'm like, oh my God, well, why am I not getting sales calls? Why am I not getting sales calls? And then it's so clear. I'm just like, oh, I'm not making offers. Duh. <laughs> it still works like this at my level. Okay. You always got to make offers forever and ever and ever in your business. doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter how much money you make. You ain't making money if you don't make offers. It's just the truth. So what worked, what didn't work. Then I want you to really think about what you will do differently next year. Really having a face-to-face with yourself and being brutally honest with yourself of what is not working, what is working, and what will you do differently. 
And when you write those down, I challenge you to just make them decisions and going and going for it completely, like done. I will do this differently, period. I'm not going to go back to the things that don't work. It's not serving me anymore. It's not good for my life, not good for my business. I'm not going to play around with that anymore. I think goal setting has always been very intimidating for me because I feel like I never, ever like make my goals. I mean, now maybe a little bit, um, but I feel like it's because I know how, I know what goals, I know how to create goals that really fuel me. But for a long time, I didn't like goals. And when I think about the beginning of 2021, which 2021 was a very pivotal year for me. When I think about 2021, going into 2021, I cared way more about the decisions I made for my business more than the goals I set. So I was more committed to the decisions I made than I was to actually meeting the goal. Because I had full trust that my decisions would lead to the goal. So let me give you an example. In the beginning of the year, I simplified my marketing. I decided I'm not going to go on TikTok, even though I I did have the desire to go on TikTok. And it's so much fun. And I love TikTok. Like I'm, I'm a big lover of TikTok. And I think it works for so many people. But for me, I really needed to like simplify my marketing and only be on a couple places because I was doing a lot for a while. So I made the decision to simplify. I'm only going to go on Instagram. And even on Instagram, I'm going to simplify and only do like four kind of posts. Right. I think I, I chose a Twitter post, a regular post with lots with a with a good caption. I'll do IG stories and I'll do IG lives. And that was like it. Like nothing outside of that. In the beginning of the year, I didn't even make one reel because I was so committed to my decision. So that was some of it. That that was a lot of my decision making. I also made a decision that I'm going to only sell one offer for a whole year. And that was one-on-one coaching. I literally made a commitment of one offer for the whole year. I could be flexible on price. Obviously, that changed a lot. But y'all, I was more committed to the decision than the goal. And the reason was, is I know I could hustle, 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 hustle. But I was this going into 2021, I was so anti-hustle. Like nobody, nothing is going to force me to do anything in my business. I am going to learn how to stick with my decisions and create the results I want with the decisions I make. And I had full belief, which I had to grow, but I had full belief that I have seen people sell out one-on-one coaching and be extremely successful in one-on-one coaching. I was very inspired by Simone Soul's story. Um, she's one of my mentors, so she don't know it. Um, I was very inspired by her story, especially in the beginning of the year. And I remember just thinking like, I can do that too. But I knew if I wanted to do what she did, which basically was sell out her one-on-one coaching, I knew that I had to 
decide to commit to the decisions I made. And if I if I had a low month, I wasn't going to come up with some random offer just to make some money. Like I wanted to learn how to make money this way and I was committed to it and I wasn't going to let any result change my mind. I was so committed. I'm going to make a lot of money. (laughs) I'm going to sell one offer and I'm going to get really good at selling that offer. That's exactly what I did. And every month, my brain told me to create something new, do this, do that. I was like, nope, committing to the basics. So for you, I really want you to consider the decisions you make after listening to this podcast. You'll, you might have to listen to this podcast a couple times so you can actually do the work, especially if you're driving or if you're doing something. But I want you to really, really take it your own thoughts seriously and decide what the next year is going to look like for you and commit to believing that what you've decided will work for you. And you can make edits, right? So like, for example, you could say, look, I'm going to give, I think I actually gave one-on-one coaching six months. I was like, I'm going to commit to this for six months. And if it doesn't work in six months, then I trust myself to like change something then. But I like literally didn't even allow myself to to entertain any other ideas besides one-on-one for those six months. It's not like I didn't have other ideas, but I just told myself like I'm committed. And then when six months came along, I still had these urges to change things and to create new offers and blah, blah, blah. But then I had to look back at what worked. And I was like, what's been working for me? And if one-on-one is working for you, if you're seeing results, you want to double down on that and become so freaking good. Because when you become a master at selling your offer, you can, the learning curve to sell another offer is much quicker. There's still going to be a learning curve, but like my confidence level is through the roof. I've, I've been thinking a lot about a future group program. And when I think about that, I'm like, oh, I know exactly how it works. I just like literally have to commit to something and then I have to decide that I'm going to do it. And then I just got to learn how to do it. And I'm like ready for the bumps in the road. I'm not even tripping because I've done it before. I'm a master at selling one-on-one coaching because I allowed myself to become an expert at it this year. Like I could sell any offer. Like honestly, not even just one-on-one coaching. I feel like I could sell any offer. Any I could sell your offer and I could sell it out because I just think about myself this way. But it's because I've built this thought about myself. I've allowed myself to really learn. I've I allowed myself to fail and learn. I allowed myself to just go through the motions and learn so that I could just really, really have such confidence around sales. So I want you to not only make the decision for your business, but decide to commit to it. Even when things go haywire, I want you to commit to it. Because when you can commit to it, when you can create that result, 
And sure, there could be some edits along the way, but when you can commit to it, you can literally create any freaking result you want with any single offer when you become a master at the basics. All right. So I want you to really look at what will you do differently next year. And then another question I really want you to in internalize this. I want you to really kind of face your own insecurities, face your real results. Like if you didn't show up for your business like you should have last year, I want you to really identify why that was. And I don't want you to blame it on like time. And I don't want you to blame it on like all these outside circumstances. I want you to look inner of like, what did I allow to get in my way? And I want you to ask yourself, what has to change next year? What has to change next year? I told myself last year, when I asked myself what has to change this year, for me, it was I will not sacrifice my family time anymore for my business. In 2021, I sacrificed so much family time. And going into this year, I told myself I have to learn how to build this business and not sacrifice my weekends. Like I took almost every weekend off this whole year. I just made the decision. Just made the decision. Now, when when you when you ask yourself this question, it, you could come up with a really different answer, and that's fine. I just want you to really be true to yourself and like, what has to change? What am I holding on to that is no longer serving me moving forward? You're gonna have to dig for this one. Okay, so once you ask yourself those questions, then want you to really, really consider what growth looks like, what growth feels like. I want you to think about in the last year, all the times that you had the most growth. I want you to write down how you felt. I want you to write down what exactly happened. Like, what does growth feel like? Write it down. For you, like what biggest, what was my biggest growth this year? Write it down. How did it feel? Great. Now, before we start creating 2022 goals, I want you to prepare your mind that growth doesn't feel good. Growth doesn't feel like sunshine and flowers. Prepare your mind to remember that growth is uncomfortable and that spinning out is a part of growth, being uncertain is a part of growth, and you're not exempt from that. If you're deciding on ambitious 2022 goals, roll up your sleeves. Be ready for the uncomfort uncomfort, discomfort. Be ready for being confused. Be ready for all the emotions that come up 
with growth. And then when it gets there, when you're there, right, when it's like February of 2022 and something is ahead of you and you feel like you're starting from scratch again and you feel super uncomfortable and you're like, this is never going to work, da 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 I want you to remember what growth feels like. It ain't pretty. It just isn't. Maybe even like put a post-it. Like growth feels like this. And then anytime you are growing and anytime you feel that way, I just want you to accept I am safe to feel this emotion and move forward. I trust myself to feel this emotion and move forward. I can trust myself. And I just say this because I want it to be a reminder for you when things get hard in 2022 because they will because you're on a growth journey and that's just the name of the game it's just how it goes over here it doesn't matter how much money you're making you signed up to be uncomfortable all right so now let's talk about creating goals for 2022 I'm going to go through these really quickly because this is much more like exercise. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say the question, I want you to write it down and you could pause this episode and you could really explore this for like 10, 15 minutes or however much time you need. But I'm going to go through it a little quickly. So when creating goals for 2022, here is what I want you to ask yourself. How much money do you want to make? Like how much money do you want to make in the year? Now, When you're creating a money goal for yourself, I hate using the word realistic, but here's what I want to lend you. Um, My past coach, D.L. Sharon, she gave me amazing advice last year and she told me to, she didn't tell me, but she she definitely encouraged us to under goal. And what under goal means is to create a goal that is probably like under what we really want for ourselves, right? So if you want to make six figures next year, and let's say you haven't even made 50,000, right? Or you haven't made 40,000, then like that's a really big stretch. And I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm just saying, why don't you give yourself some grace and like really give yourself some learning curve to just learn how to get there so you're not under all this pressure. Like my goal for next year, I actually still have to do this for myself so I don't 100% know, but I imagine my goal is going to be around maybe 300K. And I, I, I'm i going to probably end the year at like 250K cash. So it's not this like huge stretch, right? But like I'm not in a rush to get to like I'm going to make millions of dollars in my coaching business, but I'm in no rush to get there. And Being in the energy of being in no rush to get there, like really, really not being in a rush to get there, 
gives me so much more space in my mind to just have fun in my business and and learn how to coach myself through the tough decisions. Especially since I'm transitioning to group programs next year. And like I'm going to have to learn how to sell a whole new program and I know there's going to be a learning curve and I am giving myself the space to do that. That's why like I could make my goal next year 500k, right? Like half a million. I could But personally, I'm like, why would I do that? Like, why would I put that kind of pressure on myself? And look, this year I undergold and I surpassed my wildest dreams. So also when I look back and I'm like, wait, 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 I undergold and then I surpassed my wildest dreams. Oh, yeah, you better believe I'm going to undergold again. So I want you to consider that when you're writing how much money you want to make. Like if you have only made, let's say, I don't know, like if you've had one client this year at like, you know, 2000 bucks or something like next year, I want to get maybe like, I don't know, I would consider something like one client every two months. Right. And, And I would need to know your business, but like just, you know, I want you to leave some room in your goal to give yourself grace and think about that learning curve. Okay. So how much money you want to make? What are you going to sell to make that money? So I chose one-on-one coaching. Like I want you to write down what exactly are you going to sell? And then when you write that down, I want you to literally commit to it in 2022. And if you want to make like half a a half year mark like if something isn't working let's say for six months and and there's a lot to unpack when I say if it's not working so that maybe that could be another episode but if you a hundred percent aren't seeing results that you want in six months you could decide like okay then I'm gonna try this or blah 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 right like I just want you to really write down how What are you going to sell? How much is it going to be? And then actually do the math and calculate that shit. So that you could see in front of you like, okay, I'm going to make $50,000. It's going to look this way. I'm going to sell this and I'm committed to learning how to do it. Okay. This is the decision making. Like you just decide. And you, you convince yourself of it every single day in 2022. And you trust yourself and you trust that you made good goals and you trust that you could learn how to do this. I also want you to write down who are you going to serve? Like who are your people? Who are you going to serve? And then when we talk about business, before we end this episode, I want to talk about four areas in business that I want you to consider specifically where you want to focus on for next year. So you growth, you're going to have personal growth and you're, you're going to have business growth by the end of the year. From a business point of view, I want you to consider these four things. What do you need to focus on to build your business? 
some of you need to streamline your marketing. You need to make some decisions like, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore in my marketing. I'm, I am going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Like I want you to make some really hard decisions and simplify your marketing. Like just decide, like look at what you've created, see what is working and double down on what's working. And if your list is to be everywhere, I'm going to challenge you to really simplify that. Unless you are really, really, really good at it and you are getting results and you're still loving your life. (laughs) Like if you're everywhere and you're still loving your life and you're getting results, then more power to you. But if you're not getting the results you want, I would simplify and get very, very focused on what you need to do and very, very focused on what is working and doubling down on that. And by the way, it will get very boring, okay? If you are bored of your business, DL used to say that too a lot. My old coach, DL Sharon, she'd always say, which I'm so excited she's going to be on the show this um, next year. So I'm very, very excited. But she used to always say like, your business is boring. And it's so true. I think the more and more and more and more I've grown my business, the more and more and more I'm like, God, I really got to make my life more exciting because my business is so boring and it used to entertain me. But our business just shouldn't be this form of entertainment for our life. Like it really shouldn't. So I want you to think about these four things. Your marketing, where are you marketing? Your audience, building an audience, which marketing helps building an audience, but I want you to think about them differently. Marketing retains your audience. Building an audience is different. Sure, you're building an audience on Instagram and so forth, but I really want you to consider that when you are posting content or sending emails, that is retaining your audience. That's retaining them and it's getting them closer to buy. But actually building an audience is getting in front of new faces, getting in front of new people. Like that's building an audience, getting on podcasts, um, doing collaborations with other people. Like I, I I really want you to consider as a business owner, how do I get in front of new audiences and get my word out about my services to new fresh faces? Like that's a whole other realm. So I want you to consider that. I also want you to consider sales. Like I know a lot of people who are great at sales, but they're not really good at audience building. And that's where they need to work on. Or maybe they're not good at marketing. But sales is like, are you closing your calls, right? Because I also know a lot of people who have a lot of clarity calls, but they're not closing them. Or you're launching something in your your results don't speak for the effort that you're putting in. Like, do you know how to really make the sale? Are you signing clients? Are they paying? Because that's a sales issue, right? So are you good at that? Your back end. For some of you, and look, I had a really crappy, unorganized back end until like 150K. So this is not, when I say, is there work to do on your back end? What I really want you, I want you to keep your back end as simple as possible until you hit 100K. 
Like you don't need to be hiring VAs and maybe some of you do, but like, honestly, you probably don't, if you don't are not past a hundred K, you don't even need, you probably just need one hour a week or two, maybe of VA help. Like nothing more than that. Like less, probably like four hours a month, like very little help. That's honestly, I've had four hours, four to five hours of help every month with my VA almost all year. And I have a $200,000 business. So I want you to really have a conversation with yourself in terms of back end. What I mean is simplify it so it's easy for you. So there is some little, little process for what you are doing. And sometimes that also means like money and finances, right? Like the beginning of my business, I did not have a business bank account. So my money was very sloppy. It was getting into my personal account. I didn't even, you know, it was just a little sloppy, right? So like your back end, that's the kind of stuff you, you got to also take care of. If you don't have an LLC yet, but you're making money, that's something you want to put on your list and do ASAP, trademarking, like all of this stuff. Okay. So I want you to consider those things. And really consider like what is the most, like your top two or three in those along with the question you asked yourself earlier of what has to change this year or what has to change in 2022. I want you to consider that question next to what are my top three, top two essentials when it comes to marketing, audience building, sales, and back end. And then last but not least, I want you to consider with the results that you created in 2021, I want you to really ask yourself, how was I talking to myself when I was creating those results? Now, this is going to be really hard for some of you if you don't exercise um, managing your mind, managing your thoughts, right? If you're new to that, this is going to be a little hard for you. But I really want you to get your mindset back when you had maybe your biggest success of the year, right? Maybe you created your first client. Right before that result was created, what was your energy? What was the story you were telling yourself? The reason this is important is there is a process, a proven process in there that you know how to create a result. And when you can actually put that process into words and understand what that process looks like, it makes it much easier for you to be able to repeat it. But a lot of the time, people aren't willing to just sit and dig and think about what did they think? What were they saying to themselves during that time when they created the result? Because your thoughts always create your results. It's not your actions. It's not your actions. It's always what you're telling yourself. It's always what you're believing about yourself. We know lots of people who do a lot of sales calls, who create lots of content and still don't get the results that they want. The actions don't equal the results. It's always your beliefs and your thoughts. So I want you to dig, 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 dig for creating that process 
so that you could repeat that success in your mind. Now, I have a whole episode on this called Training Your Brain. So I highly recommend you watch that one or listen to that one. But I really want you to identify what that thinking was. And I want you to decide that that same thought can work always in your business. So maybe go into 2022 and just start telling yourself that same story that created that first result. If it feels good, right? If, it, if the thought doesn't feel good, then probably a bad idea. Pick a different one. Like I used to always tell myself that everyone wants to work with me. And that made me feel really good. Like I literally started believing it. I was like, oh my God, everyone really does want to work with me. I'm not in a rush. That, that thought helped me a lot too. So I want you to really identify that. And then I want you to make some decisions about your business and then spend the whole 2022 going back to your decisions and not jumping and creating something new every time your brain wants you, your, your business to entertain you. Make the decisions. Test and learn. See what works. Repeat what works. And when you're fully booked out, then I want you to start, you know, thinking about expanding and growing because it's much more fun to scale your business when you have a lot of demand. I spent the whole 2021 building a whole lot of demand. I know when I launched my group, like I just know in my body that it's, I'm going to sell out. Like I, I, it's just going to because I spent so much time building so much demand. I'll save that for another episode, <laughs> creating demand. But um, I hope this lended you a lot of information and I hope this really got you thinking about your own results and what you want for the next year. And Y'all, let's go make some mother effing money. Like, let's go make money. Let's go make such impact in our community. Let's help the people we want to help. Let's change literally generation of habits and thinking and trauma and like all of it. One person at a time, y'all. All right, y'all, I will see you next time. I send you lots and lots of love. And again, if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could share it on your Instagram stories. Make sure to tag me so I can reshare it. But I, I appreciate you being here. I send you a big old hug. I love you. And I will see you next time. Hey amiga, if you are not on my email list, you are missing out on some juicy content. I share sales and marketing tips every single week. Plus, you're the first to know about new freebies and webinars and all the other things fun happening. To get on the list, sign up for my free training, How to Sell Out for Figure Offers. This training will also shift your mindset around what it really takes to book out your coaching business. So sign up in the show notes or on my website, catdollcarmen.com to be added to the email list. I will see you next time. Mwah.